0: Hey guys, welcome to the final and first episode of 2018 going into 2019. I'm gonna screw that up. I think we're all gonna screw that up because we are recording in 2018, but this will be going out as you guys are probably listening to now on New Year's Day of 2019. And we just wanted to wrap up some things, look back on the year a little bit, and just kind of clean up on everything we had left on that, and start off 2019 on a good note. So kind of what we're just gonna talk about some of our favorite kind of quotes and mistakes we've made throughout the year finally crown the prediction king first ever for 2018 and then give our three each big predictions for 2019 instead of having it being its own episode we're just kind of wrapping it all into one but it's been a while it's been almost two weeks since we've done anything i feel like we've not talked at all over those two weeks because of holidays and stuff how are you guys doing
1: very tired days are blurred together um, unemployment
2: is a great and awful thing all at once. So I haven't talked to you guys in two weeks, but going into how we did this prediction King, um, I feel like I've been with you for the past two days in a row and it's been <laughs> awful. It has been terrible. I don't want to hear you guys talk at all at all because I listened to you both for eight hours.
0: Straight. <laughs> and what happened there is this may or may not, I'm not taking any blame for this. This may have been my fault. Throughout the entire year, I was like, every time Bridgman came came up, like, oh, we're still doing that? I'm like, oh yeah, don't worry, I'm keeping track of all these bets and it'll be super easy at the end of the year. I was not keeping track of any of these bets throughout the entire year. I remember like two or three of them. I know we did the E3 wrap-up episode, but all we had for Prediction King, like, actual points. point. So, last week, I assigned each one of us 16 episodes to listen to on two times speed so that we could be ready for today and have the actual points we need wow that may seem like a totally bad thing like oh my god how you be so stupid we got some really good clips out of it we got some funny moments and like i think it was cool to go back and look at how bad we were at the beginning of 2018 to see where we are now like i it was it was incredibly awkward and cringe at the start of the year and like now we're still cringe but it's like the normal kind of nerd cringe right
2: I, yeah, I really like the middle episodes, so we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but I had from May until I think it was the end of August, and those were legitimately some really good episodes. There were some really good discussions that, going back, I did actually enjoy them a lot. We were definitely a lot different back then, so we were getting over the point of where we were kind of cringy with each other, To the point of where we were just screaming and cussing at each other, which was definitely (laughs) like uh, when we were getting into the swing of things. And they were really good, really interesting. We had some really weird takes on a lot of things, but I I, I did overall enjoy a lot of them.
0: What's like one of the like we're that's kind of what the next segment is going to be. So we can kind of just wrap it in now. But like, what are like some of the weirdest kind of takes we had from that?
2: So one of the interesting things that we all jumped on for some reason going back I I kind of understand why but I don't really understand why so when season 2 of Overwatch League first got announced we assumed just because a German company was the first people to report on it that meant there was going to be a German team I don't know oh. why we all well, we also that, assumed but we were... were
0: fanatic too like we just assumed it all made sense
2: yeah we are like oh no this totally makes sense this is going to be a thing don't worry about it Um, uh, some of the teams I didn't put up to prediction king but kind of like like um me and you me and you andrew were kind of spitballing some some interesting locations for teams wow we had some cr- i i had some crazy ones talking about mexico city talking about tokyo it just some I'm still really no
0: tokyo team if we're talking about yeah. that like that was yes yeah, some, I some crazy
2: things
1: yeah, no, I got the I got the chunk from January till April. And that yep. that was peak. That was peak cringiness. That was peak us not knowing how to communicate with each other, not really knowing each other's personalities super well. Like the Bull Protections episode for the beginning of the year was just like it, it was it was very clear there was th- these were three strangers who just got off of Reddit and decided to start talking to each other
0: and that was still uh, like 2 months in too that is- was with, yeah
1: it was basically yeah because we started up like end of October yeah. initially so we were like yeah we were only 2 months in we didn't know each other super super well and man oh man did it show i don't know i don't know how we got any traction because like we just Sounded so so awkward. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really have that much traction there, Um, but yeah, no, it was it was really interesting to hear just how we, the pacing and stuff like that. Like, I don't know, Dylan was a lot less angry
0: at the beginning of the year. Just being around me, our fights just pisses him off a little bit more each and every time, and now he just can't deal with that.
2: Well, right. James, once you went on your rotation, there was a ton of episodes where it was just me and Andrew. and It was just us just yelling at each other. Just like, no, you're wrong. Don't know anything. Like, I'm a big businessman. This is how esports works. I'm like, Big no, business.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally businessman versus, like, grassroots man. And that was not a good combination. But let's kind of start oh looking at Prediction King a little bit. Kind of looking at some of our very wrong predictions. Like, you had the bold predictions from last year. So it's kind of yeah. wrapping up of what we're about to do later on this episode. So ca- talk about some of yours. like what do you thought of some of your predictions that any of them end up panning out any that are really wrong um, my
1: like my big ones were like a lot of like legal legend centric. I have a big just a side a big thing I noticed from like when I started um the beginning of this year from now is that my like my range in eSports has broadened like significantly. I literally only talked and that's about That's not league
0: really legends. hard considering you knew two regions of legends and that's all. That was
1: yeah, well, I mean I knew the regions, but I mean like I only could talk about like league pretty much. I didn't even know I didn't even understand like the concept of Rainbow Six. Like I was having I was having a rough go. Um but yeah, no. So initially I I predicted that CLG would win one or two splits, which didn't come close to co- being close to coming true. Um the and then the other one, I'm trying to remember what the other one was. Um, you
0: for whatever reason. I was real hype on Gears of War. All. You I thought the really G high League was just gonna kill it on Twitch.
1: And yeah, okay, I saw one episode of the G League with like me and Khalifa. I'm like, this is taking off. This is this is this is gonna go like gangbusters, and it just just never happened. So like, I think all of my three like bold predictions just like did not come to fruition at all. Oh yeah,
0: God of War, sadly, I'm not God of War. Um, Gears of War, Gears of War did not blow up and become the next big esports like you predicted either. No. I, don't did, worry. I did, I did one, I did. Whoops! Sorry. We'll get to me later. I had some bad ones too, so don't worry that years Oh, I. Pan out. I know
1: you did. You had. You had some of the worst. <laughs> Dylan,
0: oh, what God. do you think about years? I mean, are you looking back on years? Do you realize that they were stupid? Do you still stand by them? Like, what do you think?
2: I still stand by a lot of them. I feel like they were rooted in things that made sense at the time. And they were just really close from being correct. They were really close from being correct. I feel like I know. I, I know. I said Battle Royale was gonna be a lot bigger than it than it turned out to be. I think the reason for that though was because of their Battle Royale version that they released. I feel like if they didn't release that and maybe focused on the main game, there might have been you know kind of some eSport aspects to it. I talked a lot about the collegiate uh, esports leagues. Nothing big came out of it this year, unfortunately. Fact, but it I feel shrank. Like, yeah, and, it, and I wouldn't say it shrank. Well, I would yeah, just say we lost one hit big, hit of a, big. Yeah. Had a major hit with Heroes of the Dorm for sure. I still feel like there is going to be another big tournament. We're kind of just waiting for that company to to step up. So hmm. I, I do feel like that's just you know kind of any year now we're going to have something big again.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's not like an outright like. It's not like an outright like. Okay, I did not get this right at all. It's definitely that one's like safe enough that it could still probably happen. I think yeah, like you said, once the right person grabs a hold of it, I think we'll definitely see it.
0: Well, let's get let's get let's get to you, Andrew. Let's get to your. We'll get there. First off, I want to say I am the only one that got any points from the twenty eighteen bowl predictions. Even though our bold predictions were very specific, I somehow got the full point for Team Liquid doing better than TSM and CLG. No, that Ah, was just out of my butt. I just wanted to kind of have some kind of, like, argument, so I just picked against James. And and TSM was kind of the one team I followed. So I'm like, you know what? Team Liquid, I'm following you, I'm picking you, and look at what happened there. Got the full point there.
1: Yeah, you did. And then
0: the 2K League taking off. I have feel like I've insulted that league so many times that it's of really funny. But at the beginning of the year, I had so much faith in it, and I got, what did, what did we give me, one-third of a point for that because we didn't quite consider it to take off, but it had expansion teams that did well. The numbers went up a little bit towards the end of the season. So we got some points there. But my proudest prediction that I still stand by, and I would be willing to make in this year's prediction well, that the Shanghai Dragons... Would have been in the grand finals of the Overwatch League. Yes, like ladies that? and gentlemen, the Shanghai 0 40 Dragons is the one team I just randomly picked out of <laughs> all the neutral teams to go on to be like in the playoff finals.
2: Not the most incorrect. The, you know, yeah.
0: Not
1: only that, you said it, it was the only way the Overwatch League would succeed is what? if China. Yeah, and you said it, it, the only way Overwatch League succeeds is if China and somebody else is in the finals. And I listened. I had the privilege of listening to that episode and yeah. just. I, like geeked in my chair. I could not handle it because it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard and as well call back to the 2k league I realized that like I've become like the biggest supporter of it out of the three of us And I initially I originally was just like the worst person for it I was just super against it. Me and Dylan just like took a crap on it like the entire time and Andrew tried to fight for it now he hates it. I think it, so. I was
0: so high on it because <laughs> at that point I was applying for a job for one of the yeah, with yeah. So I'm like, yeah. If they ever listen to this, like, yeah, I love the 2K League guys. Like, let us go. And that actually ended up working out for a little bit of points. But yeah, our bold predictions for 2018 were very uneducated, very. Oh my god. Bold yeah? In the sense that they were never gonna happen for a lot of them. And I don't know. I hope 2019 looks a little better, and that we actually get more than 1.3 out of nine total points. Of That's pretty bad. From the predictions for next year.
1: It's uh it's kind of pathetic. It I was. think I I think I, I think we're gonna learn from this and kind of like predict like broader things and not so specific. Oh no, like me mine like are me very specific. Are yeah. you specific? Yeah. Okay, all right. Mine, mine are not. I'm not mine are specific
0: in the sense that like they're focused on one thing and they're like they're like one of them's gonna be focused on the Overwatch League. And like it's big ideas. I'm not predicting a team again, but like I have yeah. this like very little like. This and this and this and this are happening kinda of like with E3 <laughs> so that I know and get a couple points here and there is kind of what I'm going with with that.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm not I'm not doing the team thing again. I'm not outright predicting teams to win stuff because I just I clearly am not educated well enough to be like, Yeah, that can make this this can happen, this will definitely. Yeah.
0: But then I think the, the next thing. really big kind of prediction kind of round that we had was gonna be the expansion teams for the Overwatch League. Like after it was announced, we had no idea how many there was going to be. We really didn't know much at all. But we're like, we're just going to start throwing out random cities or countries of where we went. Overwatch teams to be. And I don't even remember what they were, Dylan. I mean, you kind of put them in of how many we got yeah, correct. I, but let's I kind do. of recap that even because that was interesting.
2: Yeah, so we were talking about it. And this was when it was first leaked. Like, not, not even just fully announced. It, like, was leaked by, like, some german financial newspaper or something like that and we were just like okay prediction king let's let's just guess the teams and we each had three guesses so let's start with and um, with of
0: course there being three guesses i mean dylan took four because he's well
2: yeah so i took okay so i took four and the four i said were the one that all of us said we all said that because the german news financial newspaper whatever Announced it, like leaked it or whatever, that there yeah. had to be a German team, and so all of were like, "Oh no, yeah, it totally makes sense." It, it's just it's just, just going to be even a German team, all the and...
0: expansion team. But I'm okay with making that guess because to me, it still makes sense.
1: I yeah, I agree. Like I mean, like like Germany or like or like Belgium or something like that. Like one of those two seems like a very reasonable and very plausible like assumption for an expansion team. So yeah, no, that one isn't ridiculous. But I think there's a couple other ones that are just like completely outlandish.
2: Yeah, so I chose that one. I did say Toronto. And James you also said Toronto, which I felt like that was really good predictions by us and they were legitimately rooted in in good ideas because Toronto, obviously one of the biggest cities in Canada, also a very big esports city um mm-hmm. overall in Canada and Canada should have been getting at least one team. And I think that's where we kind of rooted our ideas in that one. And I felt kind of proud of us for that one. Yeah, good job, us. Good job. And I said Seattle. I still stand by that there will be a Seattle team eventually. Too many West Coast teams already. I, I still don't think so. I feel like if it keeps expanding bigger and bigger and bigger, I feel like Seattle could be there. But the last one I said, of course, DC. But that one was rooted in actual... You know, like uh, oh, yes. good predictions. I feel like I said it because there was an esports arena being built here that mm. the city was starting to invest in esports, and we got one. So that's I'm not bad. Say, I got the most points. Well, did I? Two thirds is better than one third. Or no, yeah. two four? No, no. Sorry, two out of four, yeah, which so is you one half.
0: got four out. guesses. So of course you got two out of four, right? Well, we only had three. <laughs> but you know, what were the other ones for James and me?
2: Do you remember? So the last one that james said oh, that was probably something oh, like super dumb i don't remember
0: i think it was somewhere oh, in oce because you were really on your oh yeah it
2: was yeah it was did. like australia or something it, it was something that, said, like, like melbourne yeah i think i yeah. said japan
0: i don't know i said japan i think I said you America also said milwaukee no you said milwaukee so. no
2: <laughs> You were like, "Oh, it would be a really sick team, the Milwaukee Marauders, or something like that." You gave them a name and everything. You really wanted it. I was desperate. (laughs) i was so sad. And probably Chicago got brought up there as well because you're always talking about how you want just something in Chicago because it's kind of viable that you can
0: go. Anything. I don't ask for much. I just ask for one little (laughs) professional esports team. That's all.
1: That's Fuck. it, eh? That's all you, that's all you want. Fuck. Oh, God. That's, uh... They were interesting,
2: though, because I feel like a lot of the teams we speculated on weren't terrible. I do feel like eventually Japan is going to get a team. I do feel like Australia eventually is going to get a team. I feel like a lot of these places will eventually get teams. It's just... Maybe just well, not yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I think I think in the first wave of expansions, there are like, I, I think the three Chinese teams, we wouldn't have been able to
2: predict. No, them, no, 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 right? way. Yeah. no way. No yeah. way. I,
0: I never would have thought there would have been more Chinese teams. I thought yeah. they definitely the would have done more wild. Countries. And, yeah, in, in Vancouver getting a
1: team, I think is, yeah, definitely caught us off guard as well. And, like, I mean, only one European team is also pretty surprising, right? Like, I think it just it, only Paris getting one, um, I think, is is also, like, kind of like a, a you know, a WTF moment. So, I mean, awesome. yeah, no. I, I think I, I definitely can see why we thought like Belgium and Germany and like you know Australia and stuff and like that. And we always
0: get next year. I think I, I still think there will be an expansion next year. And we'll see. Maybe we'll be making the same predictions in a couple of months when uh, we get a tease of uh, another expansion there. But anything else kind of from that, Dylan? Or does that kind of wrap up that kind of little prediction, King Round? No, that was that. So then kind of the next major one that we did was going to be E3. Um, and I really think instead of going through all that, like, I don't even remember it, Dylan. You might remember some of them. But we actually did a whole episode on it right after E3, kind of wrapping it up, talking about it, breaking it all down there. So the best chance, might to kind of be going back there, watching that, hearing a full impressions. I think it was like a full hour episode on that there. So it would be much better there. It but was, the point yeah. Outcomes from that was 2.1 for me, 1 for James, and 1.5 for Dylan. Again, I always get these random point somethings because I just beg for points and you guys give it to me because I want it. Yeah, I man, um, yeah, we, just, we feel bad. Looking at the next one, um, just wanted to bring this up to insult Dylan and his team just a little bit more. Um, We predicted on who would win between the London Spitfire and the Philadelphia Fusion. It uh-huh. was me versus Dylan, and in traditional fashion, James picked Dylan's side. Because James doesn't like me, and he always picks Dylan's side. And <laughs> in this to. case, he was wrong.
2: Wow, it's like we picked the underdogs and you just picked the the team who is was uh, favored to win. And well, you won, see. congrats. I
0: hope you don't think I feel less about myself about picking the clear winners in Prediction King.
1: As we've realized going back through past episodes is that Andrew is very big business, big brain. So he just goes for the most statistically correct shot and doesn't actually pick underdogs or doesn't have any faith.
0: I mean, so, I, I want me. the crown. I am the king. <laughs> I, I need it. Me.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, God. And then I actually, I, I listen to all my episodes, but I actually didn't keep track of it in our little spreadsheet here. So I remember there's two different points coming kind of to the episode that I gave up. One was we all predicted who we thought between Victus and um, Fanatic was going to win the world. And again, yeah. me and... James were both on the hardcore fanatic, 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 and Dylan's like, you know what? I just want to pick against you guys, and picked Invictus. And... Yeah, I did, I did, weren't, his, weren't his words exactly like, you know... He said, China like, I don't know so I'm picking against you. I think that's, like, yeah. his almost exact words. Yeah. And he got a point for that. So, I guess congratulations on that. Easy clap. Oh, oh man. What Dude, was, I was... I was,
1: I was so on the fanatic hype train at Worlds. It was... Oh, my God. That was messy.
0: Um, I'm trying to think what the other one was. Oh, um, it was just a random one. Um, the bet was we pick who won the Dorito Bowl. We talked about that meme and all that kind of stuff for Blackout. Um, and it was like four random teams. I'd pick Ninja, James picked Shroud, and we'd both lose half a point from our overall score if neither team got because Dylan didn't want to pick a team because he just didn't <laughs> want to pick a team. And Shroud ended up winning that, Shred so that would be one point. For James there. There we go. There
1: we go. I'll take it.
0: With all that being said we really did not do a very good job of doing Prediction King at all this year. We just forget about it for months. We do like I we did two in like the 15 episodes I listened to like I think we knew the trouble we were in at that point so we just kind of pulled it back. So 2019 hopefully it's going to be a lot longer than what 20 minutes of discussion about the entire <laughs> Prediction King some of the bats and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully a little better about it. We'll keep track of it more. Maybe we'll do mid-season updates and that kind of stuff too to kind of bring it around a little bit more. But with all that being said, this discussion kind of comes to the end. Let's get to the scores and crown the first ever 2018 inaugural season of the Prediction King. Inaugural season, oh my god. We will start with Dylan, who had a pretty well, with not that many points being allowed, 3.5. I don't even know what the total was. I think it was like 3.5. 5, I got a 10 or something, is what the highest anyone could have got. I was next with 4.4, with E3 pretty much saving me entirely because each one of us went our own little thing so I got a little, bit, a little bit of point there and then my safe, bold predictions helped me out to get a little bit of an edge over Dylan. And then last but not least, we have James who had also 3.5 points and tied for second with Dylan, which does mean Bow down to your king. Whatever you need to do, grovel. I am the 2018 prediction king, as deserved, because I do make the safe, big brain, big money predictions, and I will continue to do that in all of 2019. Okay.
2: Okay. Listen here, Mister Prediction King. I just want to bring up the another great quote um, from one of the episodes I was listening to, Mister Andrew. I think. Fallout 76 is going to kill PUBG which wow there's a lot to unpack with that statement there's just a lot there
0: I think oh. the one thing we can all agree upon is even though I won I am not to be trusted with any of my predictions if I predict something no. there's a 90% chance that it'll be the opposite outside of these occasional ones like literally E3 2.1 points like that was .6 there which is almost what the difference was between these two so if I did not have that, and that was just because listening to a ton of video game podcasts that kind of helped me out, make some of my predictions, I would not be sitting here right now, and i still stand by Fall 76 being a great game.
1: I I, I I also need to bring up the fact that Andrew believed that the only reason the Overwatch League was succeed is if China made the playoffs. China, I'm aka sure. the, the Shanghai Dragons, the 0-40 Shanghai Dragons, needed to make playoffs for the Overwatch League to be successful in the slightest and uh yeah no absolutely
0: not i stand by my shanghai dragons for season two i am a big fan of the underdogs i predicted cleveland do well this year and now i'm making the official prediction that shanghai will be in one of the stage finals
1: is that one of your bold predictions is that one of the ones you're picking
0: but i'm saying it right here on camera so when (laughs) it happens i can go back Clip it, tweet it at both of you, and to say, "Hey, this wasn't Prediction King, but I just want you to know that I'm still better than you." Just I want like you to, I
1: want it. you to put, make a note of this because, you, as we know, despite the fact you say you keep track of these bets, you don't at
0: all. But so this I is want you Prediction King. <laughs> so I don't need to keep track of it, so I can forget about this when they do horrible all season, <laughs> and you'll never know. And I'm safe.
1: I, I'm gonna clip this. I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna let you live this down. If, I hope. We'll, I hope see. we'll see, Mr. Clipper
0: um but with that is there anything else we kind of want to wrap up on from kind of prediction king kind of looking back on the year anything kind of like that i mean it was a crazy year a lot of a lot of things went the opposite way we thought it was going to go but it was a good year for esports nonetheless
1: yeah it was it was really weird listening to those
2: early episodes but i mean
1: yeah it was a good time it was a good it was a good run for
2: 2018 yeah, I really did like a lot of our episodes. Though I felt like we really are starting to hone in on how to like interact with each other and have, starting to have somewhat good opinions and educated um, things to say about esports. Oh, I, need to leave the podcast. I also I mean,
0: the second I start becoming educated in my predictions or comments, is the time for me to leave.
2: <laughs> I had no
0: place on the show then.
2: <laughs> and I also um it it was hard for me I I don't always catch it um in real time but listening back, I can pick pick out uh James's Canadian accent very well really oh yeah I I i heard the the cards like you you oh. was, uh, like cards <laughs> I didn't so know I, I don't know my I heard words those, those Canadian isms uh pop up quite a bit. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. I
0: never picked um, up on that. I guess a lot of the ones I listened to was when James was on his work schedule, so I never really got to... Uh, I, I missed a lot of episodes when he was gone, it was just me and Dylan or a couple guest hosts at the end there. But with that, let's kind of start looking forward to 2019, now that 2018's been wrapped up and the king has been crowned. Let's start looking at our bold predictions for 2019, and let's try to get a couple more points for prediction king because all of these will be official prediction king bets to wrap up the 2019 year we'll be doing this exact same thing in a year from now
1: so we're gonna crown we're gonna crown this time we're gonna do it
0: whatever you want to believe james and since you're talking so much crap and so bold (laughs) let's hear your first prediction first
1: i think we are going to see a new major contender for like the biggest esports titles i think something's going to step up and compete with League of legends compete with overwatch compete with CS:GO. i think we're going to have another big heavy hitter in 2019 i don't know what it is i don't know if it's going to be existing esport i don't know if it's going to be a new esport but we're going to get a new contender
0: so what do you be that like, that's like the rise of like the overwatch league to point at now is that the kind of yeah, yeah, your... pretty much.
1: I, yeah, I mean, maybe not franchising in its inaugural no, but year, but like it goes from like,
0: that big kind of mainstream, popular viewership, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like some. So and I'll okay, I'll I'll make it a little more specific so it's not so generic. Um, some major new esport that that has six K or six uh, six digit viewers in like its premier tournament, so like a hundred thousand viewers plus and it's in its tournament that isn't one of the 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 and i'll make the established heavy hitters right now league of legends dota overwatch csgo outside of those four all right so th- so that might include like even like rainbow six having like it doing you know like significantly better starcraft may having a huge resurgence something like that but i think something is going to reclaim and be a be a contender with the uh, with the current uh established dogs right now
0: i i mean i guess it's hard to really fight you on that one because like obviously you always want to see that happen i mean overwatching the last year i think something could come out of the blue like i i can't fight you on this yeah. one i don't can you really kind of calm out anything here
2: yes it won't be a new ip there won't be a new game that comes out this year that's going to be a major esport i very much disagree with that i think i think rainbow six might get more popular and could go there but i really don't feel like anything that's not already existing will get there well
0: (laughs) all right then dylan since you're so confident james is wrong let's go with (laughs) you second
2: yeah so my first prediction is that overwatch league season two is going to be won by an expansion team i feel like we're going to see an expansion team come in and win and so hmm. the reason why I thought about this is because in one of the episodes from the ones I was listening, we talked about the expansion teams and you brought up expansion drafts and everything. And we were talking a lot about how we didn't think that the season two new teams were going to be able to compete, that the talent pool was going to be run dry and that they just weren't going to be able to to match the, the current teams at all. I don't think that's going to be true. I feel like a lot of these teams are going to be really good. They're going to have really good staff, and a lot of the players are going to be super killer. And I think so much so that Season 2 is going to be won by one of them.
0: Do you want to pick a team right now?
2: I don't want to get that specific, but I, 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 feel, like, I, I feel like... You mean you I feel don't like want to say I, what we're all you thinking? You know what? No, about I, will, you. I will. I'll get that specific. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the ultimate, the ultimate storyline, Vancouver. I was just gonna say, I think the I think the the Runaways are gonna. I'm ready for it. Oh, yeah. that'd be such a good storyline.
0: Overwatch League would be an anime then. Have you guys seen that whole thing going around? That would be the true anime. Oh story my line. god. Yeah, I, could, I, I I I like not just
1: not just because they're Canadian, but or like a Canadian based team, but I would love to see the Runaways like like take the uh, take take the take the championship. That would be that would be pretty awesome. I agree.
0: That would be fun too. And actually, I'm not yeah. kind of staying in the same way with the Overwatch League 2, but I'm not looking so much on the bright side. Um, I am predicting that they will announce that the Season 3 will not have geolocated games. so like all these home games and home tournaments that we're predicting is not going to happen in Season 3. They're just going to announce there's going to be a lot more away games, more of them all having one overseas, first off, because they don't have any this year. And we'll get at least four new expansion teams announced on top. Of geolocating not happening. I could I can
1: I can see I don't that's see a it being reasonable. super
0: bold, but I, I think it's kinda against what a lot of people want. The expansion teams everyone want, I just kinda threw that on there as a like kind of a bonus, but I don't think geolocated is happening. With there not being a single like away game overseas this year worries me a lot that they didn't want to full on tackle that problem this season. And mm-hmm. that worries me. How are you just gonna go from no away games like that to a geolocated league? That's kind of where yeah. i was thinking with that. Yeah, I can totally see that. Absolutely. All right, James. If you guys aren't going to fight me on that, let's bring it back up to you. No, no,
1: it's a, it's a pretty like reasonable. I think like, reasonable so too. Production. Like it's against yeah. the mold.
0: It's not what anyone wants to hear, but I think yeah. that's the tea people need to hear. Yeah, it.
1: absolutely. My, uh, my next one is that Magic the Gathering takes over as the dominant uh, like digital card game. I think it. I think it. Usurps uh, Hearthstone, and I think it doesn't give anything else room to get in there. I don't think, I don't think artifacts going to have a chance. I don't think anything else is going to have a chance to move in. And MTG is going to be like the premier digital card game as far as esports. I think they could. are coming out swinging. They're coming out hard. They're they're like their their game is, in my opinion, pretty much flawless for the most part as far as like somebody trying to get into it and building hype. It's accessible. I think they got it. I think this is theirs.
0: I mean, you got Dylan on your side. I have absolutely nothing to add to this. I mean, I I want to try Magic just because literally I went away for 30 seconds earlier. You guys started talking. It's all you guys need to talk about. So it makes it interesting about trying it. So I might get around trying it, but I don't have much to add. And I, I'm not going to fight you on it. Like, whatever. I'm not going to defend Heartburn <laughs> to my death.
1: I think I think the biggest thing is, is is its lack of RNG, and I think like that it seems to be such a huge huge issue right now with Hearthstone is that RNG runs rampant. Nobody likes that much RNG because like RNG's fun to a degree, but when there's too much of it, then it's just like it's such an unpredictable game, right? Oh, so, right? So yeah, no. I think I think this is. Uh, I think we're gonna we've seen a new king kind of kind of show up to the arena. Dylan, do you
2: got anything to add to that? I would agree. But just going into the aspect of Hearthstone, I would agree because Hearthstone's not doing great right now. With the expansion that just came out, oh my god, the hype has been so low for it. Yeah. I, this was the first one I didn't pre-order. I didn't pre-order this expansion. I just did not care about it at all. does not even look fun. And even the single-player uh, experience, I heard everyone just didn't care for it. Even the people who are into the game, they're like, this isn't even good
1: you mean like the like the single player like adventure kind of thing? Yep,
2: they always release mm. kind of like a little adventure thing that goes. with then yeah. everyone's like, "Wow, this is very disappointing."
1: Damn, man, that's uh, I mean, like it's I I don't know, like like <sighs> Blizzard has been I think for the most part like kind of plagued by some pretty unfortunate events happening, and I think Hearthstone not hitting heavy um, is just like another nail in the coffin. Like it's not good. Yeah, and with that,
0: I mean, if you want to go on, if you want more to talk about, it, you can do it. But otherwise, let's see what your second prediction is.
2: My second, Dylan. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so this is really good because I also have a Magic the Gathering Arena prediction, so it kind of yeah, goes hand yeah, yeah, yeah. in hand. There we go. So what I think for this one is that Magic the Gather Magic the Gathering Arena is going to be so good, we're going to see an esports team pick up a player from Magic the Gathering Arena. Okay. So I think more specifically, this isn't. My, I think that's my overall prediction, but. More like of an example, I guess, Tempo Storm. I feel like Tempo Storm really has the space to move into that. So not only because they already have a lot of card game stuff and they're really big on picking up individual players and streamers and stuff like that. Cause I know I think it's TriHex is actually sponsored by them as an individual streamer. Same thing with a bunch of just kind of random individual streamers are sponsored by Tempo Storm. I really think they could pick up a Magic the Gathering Arena player and also add some stuff to their site about it because they're the big ones who do the hearthstone meta snapshot that they're really really famous for and also raynad who is like big big daddy uh tempo storm dude like kind of started it all He actually got his start in Magic the Gathering. He was banned from it. Uh, He might have cheated, um, and that's why he went to Hearthstone. But he kind of fell into some good graces with Wizards of the Coast again, and he's been streaming Magic the Gathering a ton. And I really think we'll see a player who's sponsored. I really think it's going to be Tempo Storm, but it could just be even Liquid. You know, they throw some money behind probably an already established uh, player out there. Because there's a lot of players who don't have sponsors in, in Magic the Gathering because, wow, it turns out uh, regular trading card games aren't really all that profitable. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're, there's there's a couple sponsorships, but they're mostly just uh, companies that already are into Magic. Yeah. So I know um, there's a big game shop in Japan called um, Hare Ruya that's actually how it's spelled out hallelujah hallelujah but like with like r's instead of the l's um actually went to that shop um it's a really really cool magic shop um but i know they sponsor some japanese players i think also not japanese players um but they sponsor a few players but the sponsorships aren't great and most magic the gathering players don't earn a living from it now i know esports is really hard to make a living in but whoa Magic Gathering is like extremely hard. You have to be like a top ten player in the entire world to make a living from it yeah. with sponsorships. Most of the time, sponsors just kind of help you get your cards, maybe, yeah, and like maybe help you get to cards. events and stuff. So, um, I think I think we'll see esports get into Magic Gathering, and um, it'll be interesting. I think.
0: I uh, yeah, I can definitely go ahead. Go, go, go.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say, I can one hundred percent see like Ray Noodle like picking up like some like definitely some MPG streamers just because that's like his thing. Um and like you know like you said like I mean yeah he like I mean this is that's where that dude got his start. And Tempo Storm seems to be like if there's a team that encourages like uh, card game uh, esports like they're the they're like the premier team to do it. I like I think Liquid would be like the other one I can think of because they do they do seem to have like a broad kind of like a range of like um of like streamers and stuff
2: like that maybe tsm maybe um maybe and and, a lot of these teams have kind of like i don't want to say like throw throw away money but they have enough throw away money to like fly someone out to an event or you know like get them set up with something absolutely yeah
0: i feel like that's a very safe bold prediction if you're asking me
2: Listen, we just I agree, and and I prediction. You, Is it a safe prediction to say that a brand new esport on the scene is gonna get major sponsorships to players? Yeah, said, is that really player a bold will get prediction?
0: Picked up by a team. That's going to happen guaranteed. That'll happen within the next that'll happen before PAX East.
2: No, I really I don't think it's a guarantee. I think it's gonna happen. but I really I'm gonna I'm gonna fight my own point. I don't think it's a guarantee at all because um it's already an established thing. And I feel like a lot of players who play right now are probably sponsored by smaller uh, Magic the Gathering companies.
0: I guess, I don't know that much. I can't really fight you on it that well. I, I'll fight me, myself that just, on this. Just feels safe. <laughs> you fight myself on it? But with no, that, I'm... I want to go into my second one. And I'm actually pretty much just taking one from last year and kind of changing it up a little bit and kind of flipping sides on that. So I think the NCAA, this will be the big year that they attempt to get into esports. Rather, it's with an official league of some kind or with a big tournament, but it's going to fail. They're going to fail, and it's going to be because they cannot fit around the mold of what esports is now, and they will not bend any rules and won't allow the best players to go there, and I think the entire NCAA like, esports scene will fail and come this year
1: you got some grim predictions this year, man. This is the second prediction where you're like, something's going to screw up. Something's go- like something's not going to work. And like, I,
0: don't, I don't want the NCAA in esports anymore, so I think this is going to be the mm-hmm. best thing to get it in and get it out. Like, yep, you tried, you failed, get them out of here. I mean, I don't think it's needed anymore, but I think they've taken that last year and seen how big last year was and it's starting to prepare this year for that big step because it takes time. It's a slow-moving organization they need a time this feels like the year where they're going to try something big and i and i'm just doubtful because you would they have to be lenient on the players cannot make any kind of money through anything because then streamers can't play in any of this and no streamer is going to drop streaming to play in an ncaa tournament so i think this is going to be a big year for that reform for ncaa about money and players or it just does not work between the two
1: I mean, like I remember listening to like the, the episode, like because it was assigned as my part of like listening about like the NCAA, like trying to make it make their way in and stuff like that, um, and like how we just didn't think it would happen because their model wouldn't work. Do you think really like they, like their model, like despite the fact that we have like seeing, um, like what how like esports is like further shaping and almost like almost like solidifying that NCAA is like now is our time to make it in, even though it is even less likely. That we can make an impact now than we could like
0: last year. It's a bunch of old people. Do you think they can even tell that it's not yeah, going to work? They see money. Fair. The NCAA sees more money. They see taking advantage of this. That's all they care about, and that's yeah. why they won't mold, and that's why it won't work, in my opinion, because they just see the money side of this and they don't see the rest of the industry.
1: No, I, 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 that's fair. I think that's uh, that's a pretty it's a pretty safe assumption. I like. I think. I th- okay. So for this, the, for that prediction to make sense for me, um. The NCAA is going to try. Like, I, like, and we haven't seen them try all year. I think I think, once they do try, you're going to be 100% bang on. They're going to screw up. They're not going to make it. But they need, that's that's need kind of like,
0: why I'm kidding. I could very, very well fail, and I'll say the same prediction next year. Because it's just a matter of yeah. time before they do come in majorly and do something really big. And it's just and whenever they can get the funding, the board votes, whatever it is, it's just a matter of time. So I'm, this is going to be yeah. a prediction every year until it happens.
2: Yeah. I, I don't think it's it, gonna happen this year, but sure. I mean, what you're saying is right, but I don't think it'll happen this year.
0: So I'm, I'm just gonna keep doing it because eventually I'm gonna hit the jackpot, and everyone's gonna look at me like, "Oh my God, he predicted this month ago." I mean, it's not a hard prediction, but it's just a matter of when and where. It's, uh, yeah, I think it's just, it's a matter, it's a matter of time when it's a, it's a ticking time bomb for sure. But James, we're back to the top, and I want to hear what your final prediction is.
1: I think. I'd like to predict, and I think this is probably my most outlandish one out of the three of them, is that we see another sports uh, eSport kind of show up and, like, try and, like, mimic the 2K League. Um, Because its inaugural year, was it, like, again, that we talk about, like, like, we talked about it like it's not amazing, but it wasn't horrible. It didn't flop. um, And, again, they had an expansion in their first year, right? So I think we see something else trying to take off, either – because uh, I, I, I guess speaking to some some guys that uh, like work and stuff like that, like they, um, I guess the the amateur league for um, NHL is pretty is pretty vast as well. Like to the point where they have farm teams and stuff like that. So um, either them or Madden or maybe FIFA gets a little like I a lot
0: bigger. FIFA I FIFA's the, FIFA, FIFA's so I the next FIFA, like, FIFA, like likely FIFA. one to
1: me. Yeah, um, but so. That's what I think is what we're going to see is maybe, I think most likely FIFA, I and mean, then maybe the other one's kind of following after it, but I think another sports, eSport, is going to show up.
0: I, I want to be, like I said, I want FIFA. I'd love to see that happen. I think FIFA's yeah. realistic. I think Madden would be very hard. Um, So I could see FIFA or um NHL happening. Yeah. With, with, two- oh, K- NHL- with fastball, it's easier because, oh, you, you field five people and you have it on there. I mean, like yeah, with, yeah. with hockey. I mean, with the NHL, do you have one person for each player? Do you have one do offense, one do defense, one do goalie? The same problem yeah. with the FIFA, and otherwise it just turns into like an FGC like model where there's one person controlling the whole team, and you can't really franchise around that. I mean, I guess you kind of can. That's what Clash Royale did. Like it just mm-hmm. gets to be interesting how that works. When the 2K League works, because five people on a team is pretty traditional in esports.
1: Yeah, exactly
0: right.
1: Yeah. So, and I think I think the big thing too is the international reach of not only FIFA but also NHL as well. Because I yeah. mean, like like hockey is very popular in Europe as well, right? American football, of course, is you know it's American football, right? So I mean, like yeah. it's it's probably out of the the three that we kind of talk about, it's definitely the least likely. Um, but I think yeah, FIFA, hockey, football, that's going to be maybe the order. Oh, or some like I don't know, the one might come in a right field,
0: but I I highly doubt it. I doubt it don't you have anything out of that or do you want to jump into your prediction
2: i don't care about sports games at all (laughs) so um i'll just jump into mine um i'm not gonna justify it i'm not gonna elaborate i'm just gonna say two words halo esports
0: oh okay all right let's let's uh Let's oh, talk well, about congratulations. That. There's a tournament next week being ran at GameStop at Halo Esports. I need something more than that for prediction. Yeah. Like you're big, saying, big, something backed
2: big. by Bungie. It's gonna be big. Yeah. Do you think okay, it's, it's from Infinity?
1: Do you think? Do you think Infinity is gonna resurrect it?
2: Yeah, yeah that's infinite? what I'm It's we're gonna see a resurgence. It's gonna be big.
1: I mean, like, I know, I know the most recent, the most recent tournament was like, was, was decently popular because. Um, you got a lot of like crowd support from like guys who had kind of got their upbringing from Halo, like uh, like Summit for example, like host like hosted it and like I uh, did like the community um, like community uh, like sponsor like he stream he was streaming it him like talking about it over it kind of thing, um, like I think we saw um, like uh, like well, I think we talked about like Tyler One potentially doing it and stuff like that, um, and like I mean that kind of got a, like a like a little, got a lot of hype behind it because it was like again it's so, where so many people got their upbringing from that I think if you like tie in nostalgia to a solid game you might see it kind of pop up so I, I can see it it depends i think it heavily has to deal with how good infinite is i think infinite has to be a good multiplayer to support a good
2: esport so cuz i think I'm... that's going to be their design philosophy is that they're going to try to bring it back to the roots
0: i can see that i can definitely see that i'm calling dibs on this predict- prediction for next year because Halo Infinite probably isn't even coming out this year. And if it does, it's going to be a fall release. So they're not going to announce the game that's coming. The game's going to come out in September. Well, they're not going to turn around and have the league instantly start up in October or November.
2: No, no, no. I'm not talking about a league. There doesn't have to. Tournaments. It doesn't always to have to be leagues and franchises and The game is going to come out way
0: too late in the year for there to be a real resurgent. I think 2019. We see big ass shit, and I love this prediction for 2020, I mean, 2020, but this year, it's going to come out way too late, there's no release date even, and we're going to get at least half a year release date, so if we don't hear by it, if at E3 they don't give us a release date, this game isn't coming till fall 2020.
2: Well, I guess just wait till E3 to be wrong then. <laughs>
0: Okay, that, that has to be one of your E3 predictions on too, because I'm curious to see that. I mean, I love that. I'd love to see that. I love Halo. I've always been a big fan. I'd love to see that. I mean, I'm even starting to see more Halo eSports, like little small tournaments and stuff coming back up. Like, there is a small resurgence happening even now with the old games because uh, uh, the collection was kind of bumped back up and it was doing a lot better. So, I'd love to see mm. it. I always enjoyed watching it grow up. That was really probably some of the first kind of competitive I did. I played in a little bit here and there. So, I'd love to see that too. But... Going to mine, I'm kind of making the same kind of prediction here and there that you guys both kind of made for this third one, but I'm predicting that there will be a Battle Royale League set up that is successful and does not spell Doom, and I think it's going to be a new IP. You think it's going to be a new IP? There's win? a couple of them that are in development that look really potential. They have a good boost behind them. They seem to have a development team similar to uh, supportive as Epic. Not as big, obviously, but I think they're going to come in and they're going to... This is like Dylan's battle right prediction from last year. That's what I'm making right now, but with any BR title that's coming out. I think there's a couple that I've seen that look like they're comp- potential. They're going to come out, and it's not going to be a franchise league or anything like that, but it's going to be like, okay, there's like eight tournaments throughout the year, and like you get points or whatever, kind of like more of a starcraft kind of model. And I think it's gonna do well, and I think it's gonna do well enough for the base season two. you, no.
1: you know if you and you know if you get it right, then I get it right because i I voted for a new uh, I, I like something to compete with like the big the big four. so
0: well, no, I mean, it can be successful and not be a big four. a two k league is successful in our eyes. And it's <laughs> still not in the big four. You you were, you were very, very stipulated on calling it successful. You were you were not ready to hand that over. I'm just saying successful is very up to the eyes of the beholder. I just think <laughs> there's going to be something that looks well and isn't a joke. Like Fortnite Esports is some days now. Or oh, my Adrian's God, Z1 yeah. League. It's going to be something that you don't grow and like, okay, it makes sense. There's a real revenue model. The game seems to be popular and growing. Like, that's what I'm looking for
2: no okay. i think you're going to be wrong i think um the days of new battle royale games are over okay. um that in that prediction oh my god resident sleeper andrew come on i had more hope in you like ugh, come okay, on man you're right,
0: i'm going to be getting two out of my three predictions right maybe three out of three and i'm just saying that there that there's no way it is a last time because i'm telling you right now battlefields is coming out There's, like, three PC-exclusive ones that are all in beta right now. Super popular. There is going to be one with The Division. I'm calling it right now. We just saw CSGO put one out. This year is going to have more BR releases than last year.
2: No, but that's why it's not going to be great, because it's been been overdone at this point. Like, we said it was overdone whenever Fortnite was coming out, but... Like with Call of Duty coming out, and that one is con- like I would consider that one a very good one. Like Call of yeah, Duty. I never said I think it, is Oh, I didn't, very say NLP, good. didn't I? Fuck. You didn't yeah, say I feel, like, I feel like Call of Duty is very, very good, but I don't feel like it's good enough to be a really big eSport. And I don't think there's going to be there. There isn't going to be any other ones. I, I feel like Fortnite and uh, the Call of Duty one are the two. Those are the two that are going to be good, and the two that are going to have anything with it. But I don't feel like, as a genre, it's going to go very far in esports. The not saying I I, I inherently want to see them fail, I just think the the format and the genre has kind of gotten to that point of where it's like... Yeah, it's, get, getting... It's, it's getting a little overplayed at this point. And if, getting... if there was yeah. going to be a big one, you need to give it some time. The genre's getting very tired at, at this point. Like, it's, it's getting pretty bad.
0: Well... Based on some of your predictions, you may seem to forgot, but this was a bold prediction show, so that's where that came from. Yeah, but they're supposed
2: to be bold, not just blatantly incorrect opinions, Andrew.
0: There's, I have (laughs) no research behind this, this is just a blatantly ignorant. Oh my god. But, I'm the prediction king, you can't talk shit to me, I can predict better than you, Dylan, I predict better than both of you. Oh my god. I, I can get say the that for quotes, the entire game now. Every time I make a prediction, you call me out. I'm like, oh wait, who's a prediction king? That's right, me.
1: Shang- Shanghai, say. in uh, Shanghai, in the in the you know championship. Yeah, I had, had those only bad of bets. only way. I only had only way. Overall, of bets, so i
0: still beat both of you. That really says something about your quality of bets. Just need to say.
1: Wow, this is unbelievable. We are we're hosted by a tyrant. This is, uh, down with the monarchy.
2: But with if that, only they knew all... what you did behind the scenes. If, so, if only they knew. If
0: only they knew. If I'm the one that we have that's to go through. attacked on the if... show. It is my turn to come back because I have the ammunition if... now. But if only they,
1: the viewer, were aware.
0: That is all three of each of our three big predictions for the 2019 year. And it kind of started off the Prediction King for this year, which we're going to do much better. Hopefully have a little bit more and spice it up a little bit. Maybe have an actual crown for next year. But... Do you guys have anything else you kind of want to wrap off besides bowing down? I mean, if you want to do it on camera right now, just say all hail King Andrew. I mean, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. No. No. Uh, That's all right. Viva la resistance. That's France, (laughs) not Canada. Yeah. Are you you serious? Are you serious? We have an entire province
1: that wants to not only separate you.
0: But that's not you. That's not We true. have
1: we we have Acadian French. Like that's a thing.
0: That's know second that. I know the French Canadian.
2: Yeah, it's my second language, dude. So like and, J- French- and James knows the language. Demonstrate for us, please. I don't want to I don't oh, want. want to do this. No, you don't,
1: you don't. That. no I don't don't put me on the spot James, like this man. You're on this. the spot right now.
0: No, I
2: what, don't want... James, did, did you not remember any from high school?
1: Oh uh, no, I so I only took French immersion in junior high. I didn't take it in high school at all.
0: Say and Thank you I... for watching the Project Esports podcast. Oh no, I can't even do that, man.
1: I can I can ask people how to speak in English. I can, like, can you speak English? And I can do that. Uh, uh, that's well, about it. Say
0: something. You're on the spot, and this is taking a lot longer than I expected. Ask it to parler l'anglais. It's the it's the best I got. Oh boy. Yep, you're definitely French. Yep, you can definitely claim that you speak French, James. Don't you worry. I, whatever,
1: man. Whatever.
0: But with that, thank you all so much for watching the first and last episode of the 2018 for the Project Esports Podcast. It's really been a crazy year. It's a lot of fun doing Prediction King. Hopefully some of these predictions come out well for most of us. And that next year looks a lot different with a lot more points. But thank you for watching. And I'll hand it off to whichever one you guys want to go for your little closing part because I
2: kind of screwed up mine. Uh with like what are you, what are you talking about like, you can catch us every single <laughs> monday i'm talking every single monday we barely skip any days so every monday at 7 30 eastern standard time go over to twitch.tv slash the game house where we do all our streams live uh we interact with chat um we have a post and a pre-show we kind of just hang out and talk you can also find us the following day every single tuesday on all the podcast platforms i'm talking itunes google play stitcher uh spotify any podcast platform out there we're on it and they will be up there tuesday mornings every single tuesday morning we didn't skip a single week uh this year so you can guarantee it's going to be on there as well as youtube um you can catch all these one-off episodes over at project esports on youtube or if you want to listen to our podcast just give it a search and it'll lead you to the game houses youtube which we're on every single week on tuesday
0: and any support that we
1: do get on any of those platforms, be it listens, be it reviews, be it likes, all that good stuff, comments. Uh, we also we we do make a, a good effort of like replying to all our comments on like say our YouTube videos and stuff like that. Um, it's all greatly greatly appreciated. We love the support. We love interacting with any any of our listeners. Um, we're the three of us. I think are quite active on Twitter as well as the actual uh, the Twitter the Twitter page itself. So yeah, hit us with anything, and we will definitely get back to you.
0: And with that, I'm Andrew.
1: I'm James.
2: And I'm Dylan.
0: And as we tell by our closing, it'll be another train wreck year of Project Esports Podcast. We look forward to it, and we will see you guys on January 6th for our first episode back in the new year. See you guys then.